0: I, what else? What is there? Anything you you uh, that you've come across that that you're interested to share, or you could tell somebody that can encourage somebody who maybe has a similar situation, or you know, look. Um, so I worked with St. Louis Society for the Blind last summer. It took me a few years to just sort of get used to the idea of being retired from teaching, and being away from kids and being away from that level of creativity and finding something new to take its place and then it was time to say it's time to help myself right with with my vision level and let's figure out what's going on. So I I met uh, the doctor, the eye doctor at Seattle Society for the Blind who gave me some pointers and then helped me through a three-month session with other people like me and there's my piece of advice find other people like you, you know, find your peace, because listening to people my own age, people who are older, people who are younger by quite a few years, all going through the same situation even though we come at it from different angles. Some of us from cataract surgery, some from glaucoma, some from odd diseases, some from accidents that have occurred, some having to give up their doctor's practice because they couldn't see well enough to work with patients any longer, and just having an aide wasn't going to do it, All right? Some of them giving up teaching, that was, the, that was an eye-opener, if you will, for me, because I met other people who were going through the same boat, and we have become friends. And I check in with as some of these folks know every week, how are you doing? What else have you discovered to use, technology-wise, that I should probably check into, alright? What else have you found just in daily living that, um, you know, that, that I should probably look into or, you know, that you really enjoy? Because we do see the world in a very different manner. I met a gal through church who has my same vision level and also left classroom teaching because of her loss of vision. And I tell you what, we were talking and she said, okay, when you get in a car, at night, even though you trust the person who's driving, because neither one of us can drive at night. Okay. Do you kind of freak out because you don't know where you are? Yes. She grabbed my arm, she was like, oh my god, I have not been able to express that feeling to my husband for the last five or six years. And she said, I trust him implicitly, but I feel like I'm just going through this empty space." And so I don't know what's going on and i become a nervous wreck. And I don't know how to relax and then just enjoy the ride, if you will. And I didn't think anybody else was having the same experience. Oh, honey, yes I am. Yeah. Um, so I would say to anybody who's going through anything, vision loss, hearing loss, loss of a loved one, you know, you're grieving, find somebody who's also going through it and make them your best buddy. So, do you think that's something that's that's you are ready for at this point in your life? Or do you think it's something that you could have really used along the way? I could have used that along the way. Yeah. And I probably needed it along the way. But you know, you and I know each other well enough to know between surgery three and four, I lost my dad. He had a massive heart attack on New Year's Day. We didn't see it coming. Granted, the man was 81 and a half. You know, he wasn't a kid anymore. but. We'd had lunch that day here in St. Peter's. He drove back to Illinois with my mom and my sister. He was gone that night. And then I'm facing surgeries four, five, six, and seven. Mm -hmm. And I'm facing moving my mom off our family farm and selling my father's collection from all those things he bought with all those auctioneers he worked for and having a very different world. Then I'm facing having to step out of my classroom and retire earlier than I planned on. And then, you know, this year, we lose my mom on New Year's Day. I would have loved to have had somebody through that whole process to literally hold on to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't through all of it, but I do now. And I'm, you know, I'm a man of faith and I rely on, on God. Um, and, and that's a spiritual thing. But I also believe we have to have somebody else in our lives who can help that physical thing, if you will. And we're in a pandemic, and I live by myself. It's pretty hard to have a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're distancing I, from six foot, and I'm not going to hug you. So and it's you. not personal. It's you know, I, and I'm disappointed, but I'll live with it. <laughs> I'll hug you, maybe, maybe in twenty twenty one. There you go, go. Yeah. maybe. Well, I uh, thanks for taking your time, and I really appreciate you allowing me in your home. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, this is the well, it's more than that. We're allowing each other into each other's lives. Yeah, you're right. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I don't think I have anything special you do, and I appreciate that. But I do think we all have a story to tell. And if someone's willing to listen, I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate that.